Hello everyone, let's continue with the analysis of uh, the short story Lamb to the Slaughter. So you know that Mary Maloney has killed her husband because he has cheated her and is planning to divorce her. Uh, let's continue with the analysis. She carried the meat into the kitchen, placed it in a pan, turned the oven on high and shoved it inside. Then she washed her hands and ran upstairs to the bedroom. She sat down before the mirror, tidied her face, touched her, up her lips and face. She tried a smile. It came out rather peculiar. She tried again. So she killed him with uh, the leg of the lamp. And then she carried that meat piece into the kitchen, placed it in a plate and put it in the oven. And she washed her hands and she went to the bedroom. And uh, she looked at the mirror and uh, uh, cleaned her face, uh, put some lipstick uh, and uh, then she tried a smile. She was uh, rehearsing to look normal. But uh, the smile came out uh, awkward. So she tried again. So she was re rehearsing the conversation with the shopkeeper. She is going for shopping and she is rehearsing her conversation with the shopkeeper. Hello Sam, she said brightly aloud. The voice sounded peculiar too. I want some potatoes please, Sam. Yes, and I think a can of peas. That was better. Both the smile and the voice were coming out better now. She rehearsed it several times more. Then she ran downstairs, took her coat, went out the back door, down the garden, into the street. It was in 6 o'clock yet and the lights were still on in the grocery shop. So she is going to the grocery shop and was trying out, rehearsing the conversation with the shopkeeper. After several rehearsals, she felt that her smile and her voice were better than before. And she rehearsed it many times. She wanted to look normal. Then uh, she was in the upstairs now. She came downstairs, took her coat uh, and went out through the back door. And it was 6 o'clock in the evening and uh, lights uh, were still on the grocery shop. 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and the lights were uh, still on in the grocery shop. Hello, Sam. Uh, she said brightly, smiling at the man behind the counter. Why, good evening. Uh, so I'm sorry, it is 6 o'clock in the evening. Hello, Sam, she said brightly, smiling at the man behind the counter. Why, good evening, Mrs. Meloni. How are you? I want some potatoes, please, Sam. Yes, and I think a can of peas. The man turned and reached up behind him on the shelf for the piece. So whatever she has rehearsed at her home, she told the shopkeeper. And the shopkeeper turned to take the things that she has ordered. Patrick's decided he is tired and doesn't want to eat out tonight, she told him. We usually go out Thursdays, you know, and now he's caught me without any vegetables in the house. Then how about... Meat, Mrs. Meloni? No, I have got meat, thanks. I got a nice leg of lamb from the freezer. Oh, I don't much like cooking it frozen, Sam, but I'm taking a chance on it this time. You think it will be all right? Personally, the grocer said, I don't believe it makes any difference. You want these Idaho potatoes? 
so uh, she is trying to have a small talk with uh, the gro- grocery shopkeeper as if nothing had happened she says my husband is very tired usually we go out to some hotels to eat on thursdays now he is so tired that he doesn't want to go out and there are no vegetables at home that is why i have come so then the shopkeeper asks her what about meat she says i have got a leg lamb at the house uh, usually i took just took it from the freezer and put it in the oven usually i don't do so uh, but today i thought uh, i would uh, take a chance then the shop and then she asked the shopkeeper is it all right then he said yes and he asked her do you want potatoes Oh yes that will be fine two of those anything else the grocer cooked uh, cocked his head on one side looking at her pleasantly how about afterwards what are you giving going to give him for afterwards well what do you suggest sam the man glanced around his shop how about a nice big slice of cheesecake i know he likes that perfect she said he loves it and when it was paid she put on the brightest smile and said thank you sam and then she said okay give me two potatoes and then the shopkeeper is being very friendly with him and he asked her what about uh, after dinner what what are you going to give him then she asked him what do you prefer he said what about a large piece of cheesecake then she said yes that would be perfect and then she paid the bill and gave a pleasant smile to sam Good night Mrs Meloni and thank you and now she told herself as she hurried back all she was doing uh, now she was returning home to her husband and he was waiting for his supper and she must cook it good and make it as tasty as possible because the poor man was tired and if when she entered the house she happened to find anything unusual or tragic or terrible then naturally it would be a shock and she would become frantic with grief and horror and when she was going back home she was trying to convince herself that nothing had happened only then can she look normal so she was convincing herself that her husband was waiting for her at home for dinner and she would be ready to prepare as much tasty food as possible and when she returns home if she happens to see something abnormal she would cry out with grief and horror mind you she wasn't expecting to find anything she was just going home with vegetables mrs patrick meloni going home with vegetables on thursday evening to cook supper for her husband so she was trying to be very much normal as if nothing had happened and she was just uh, as usual um, uh, doing her shopping and going back home that's the way she told herself do everything right and natural keep things absolutely natural and there will be no need for any acting at all therefore when she entered the kitchen by the back door she was humming a little tune to herself and smiling so she was trying to uh, uh, convince herself that nothing has happened that if uh, she thinks like that uh, she will not have to act out so she entered the kitchen and as usual she hummed a little tune to herself she was singing a song patrick she called how are you darling 
she put the parcel down on the table and went through into the living room and when she saw him lying there on floor with his legs doubled up and one arm twisted back underneath his body it really was rather a shock all the old love and longing for him welled up inside her and she ran over to him knelt down beside him and began to cry her heart out it was easy no acting was necessary and uh, as if nothing had happened she called her husband patrick how are you and then she ran to the living room and when she saw her husband lying down dead she cried in horror and she need not have to act out anything and she had loved her husband dearly and all that love came up and she cried she did not have to act anything a few minutes later she got up and went to the phone she knew the number of the police station and when the man at the other end answered she cried to him quick come quick patrick's dead who is speaking mrs meloni mrs patrick meloni you mean patrick meloni is dead i think so so she sobbed he is lying on the floor and i think he is dead be right over the man said and after a few minutes she went to the phone and she because her husband was a policeman she knew the number of the police station and um, a, a man at the police station picked up the phone and she said quick uh, come patrick is dead so the policeman asked her who is this she said uh, mrs meloni mrs patrick meloni i think he is lying on the floor and is dead the car came very quickly and when she opened the front door two policemen walked in she knew them both she knew nearly all the men at the precinct and she fell right into jack noonan's arms weeping hysterically he put her gently into a chair and then went over to join the other one who was called o'malley kneeling by the body is he dead she cried and the car came the police car came very quickly because it is a policeman who is dead and she opened the door and the two policemen who came were uh, some uh, were people whom she knew well because they were his uh, husband's colleagues and uh, uh, there was a policeman called jack newnan and uh, mary meloni was crying so hard and she fell right into jack newnan's arms and uh, jack newnan made her sit in a chair and she asked him is he dead i am afraid he is what happened briefly she told her story about going out to the grocer and coming back to find him on the floor while she was talking crying and talking noonan discovered a small patch of concealed congealed blood on the dead man's head he showed it to uh, o'malley who got up at once and hurried to the phone soon other men began to come into the house first a doctor then two detectives one of whom she knew by name and he said i am afraid he is dead what happened and then she told what she had already rehearsed she had gone for shopping and when she came she found her husband lying dead and when they were talking um, mary meloni was sometimes crying sometimes talking and crying and as they were talking uh, uh, noonan uh, jack noonan um, examined the body of uh, 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 mr patrick meloni and found that uh, there was a uh, blood clotted on the dead man's head 
and soon a, a doctor came two detectives came and one of the detectives uh, mary meloni knew his uh, name also that much uh, she knew him very closely later a police photographer arrived and took pictures and a man who knew about fingerprints there was a great deal of whispering and muttering beside the corpse uh, and the detectives kept asking her a lot of questions but they always treated her kindly she told her story again this time right from the beginning when patrick had come in and she was swimming and he was tired so tired that he didn't want to go out for supper she told how she had put the meat in the oven it's the now cooking and how she had slipped out to grocer for vegetables and come back to find lying on the floor and later uh, as is usually in murder cases uh, a police photographer came and took uh, pictures and there was a fingerprint expert also and they whispered and talked near uh, standing near the dead body and the detectives asked her a lot of questions but because she was the wife of a policeman they treated her very kindly and she told them the story from the beginning and then she said i put the meat in the oven because uh, she did not want to go out for dinner he was so tired and then i was reminded that here there are no vegetables so when when uh, so i went out shopping and then when i came back i found him lying on the floor which grocer one of the detectives asked she told him and he turned and whispered something to the other detective who immediately went outside into the street so they asked her which uh, uh, shop did you go and she said sam's shop and the detective uh, turned to some man and whispered something to him and he went out inside the street in 15 minutes he was back with a page of notes and there was more whispering and through her sobbing she heard a few of the whispered phrases acted quite normal very cheerful wanted to give him a good supper peace cheesecake impossible that she after a while the photographer and doctor departed and two other men came in and took the corpse away on a stretcher then the fingerprint man went away the two detectives remained and so did the two policemen they were exceptionally nice to her and jack noonan asked her if she wouldn't rather go on somewhere else to her sister's house perhaps or to his own wife who would take care of her and put her up for the night no she said she didn't feel she would even move a yard at the moment would they mind awfully if she just stayed where she was until she felt better she didn't feel too good at the moment she really didn't and in 15 minutes uh, the man came back uh, so at first uh, they ha- had a suspicion that uh, she would be behind the crime but when the man came back she said yes uh, the shopkeeper said that uh, she uh, was very normal she went there to pick up the vegetables uh, and they talked uh, and uh, she had told him about her husband's tiredness uh, how they did not want to go out so everything was normal uh, so it is quite impossible that she had committed the murder and after some time the doctor went away the photographer went away and two men came and took the dead body on a stretcher and the fingerprint expert also went away and the two detectives stayed back in the house and the two policemen also were there and they treated her very kindly and jack noonan asked do you want to go to your sister's house or do you want to come to my house so that my wife would take care of you and she said no uh, i do not want to move from this place can i sit here uh, until i feel better 
and mrs mary meloni actually was not feeling better at that time and she did not want to go anywhere she simply wanted to stay where she was thank you